0: Welcome to the show everyone. I am your host Ross Thibodeau and this is Rage Against the Stream. Um, no need for me to tell you what the show is. Uh, you should already know if you're here. <laughs> so we're just going to get right into it. Uh, I can't do that without my co-host, uh, Mr. Lloyd Duset. What's going on killer? Ready to jump into it. Ready to make uh what is it? What's
1: the saying? Ready to make peace and not war. All wow. that's ten-
0: this <laughs> all pun intended. Wow. Uh and of course, uh my other co-host, uh, Miss Ginny Dean. How you doing, Jenny?
2: Hello, hello. I'm doing well. I am ready for some more shenanigans.
0: Right on, yes. right on. And guys, we got a special uh gift for you, uh, a little surprise. Uh the first of many, uh, hopefully we're gonna have a special guest today. Uh we felt, you know, we're gonna be doing Peacemaker. Uh, you know, that is a, a show starring a former wrestler uh based on a comic book character so who better than a wrestling fan and a comic book artist uh you may know him an artist uh, on the popular comic uh chew uh also the writer and creator of Formhand. guys i want to welcome to the show uh mr rob guillery
3: hey what's up guys hey man welcome, hey, welcome. oh yeah thanks yeah yeah you, the way you described me there ross i'm like the nexus of like <laughs> all of these realities <laughs> coming together <laughs>
0: That's the multiverse, man. It's the multiverse, dude. I'm Ever a little since,
3: jealous, man.
0: Oh, the oh, the intro he got versus yeah. what you guys yeah, got, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's all my
1: accomplishments? Oh, well, look, <laughs> look.
0: This is this is what this is what episode three. You guys are nah. Y'all are good. Y'all are good. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, so peacemaker, let's get right to it. So I'm just gonna start off. Uh, you know, our listeners. For whatever reason, if they haven't watched the show, I mean, if they're listening to this, I would hope they have at least seen one episode, but I'm just going to go ahead and explain what the show is about anyway. Peacemaker, a man fights for peace at any cost, no matter how many people he has to kill to get it. Okay, if that's not an understatement uh, for all the things going on in this show, I don't yeah. know what is, all right? So Peacemaker, so it's a new HBO uh, Max show from James Gunn. Of course, you know James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy. He worked with with Troma in the past, uh, uh, horror movie Slither. Uh, he actually wrote Dawn of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder. So that's a weird sort of intersection. So um, but but I digress. I'm just going to get this out right now and I'm going to say, OK, here's the deal with Peacemaker. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was just it was just right there for me. OK, it's, it's like it's like frozen pizza. OK, like it um it's not delivery but you know what okay it, it it'll do it'll do so so that's where i'm sitting and and we can just we can just take it from there guys
3: i think you should specify because there's lots of different like uh you know there's different levels of frozen pizza mm. i mean there's like there's your totinos <laughs> and then there's like your, your DiGiorno. yeah and, you know it's, it's not exactly the same thing yeah like but like what, sure what, where on the scale would would peacemaker fall on the yeah. uh the frozen
0: pizza scale. I'm, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. Let's see. Who I'm gonna have to go with uh with Paul Newman's brand. Yeah. The 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 Paul the Paul Newman because you know he donates all that stuff to to charity. All the profits to charity. So I'm not making wow. that up. It's actually on the box, guys. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> anyway. Uh. So yeah. So that's so that's that's where I'm sitting with Peacemaker. But uh, like I said, I'll, I'll let you guys uh kind of take it from there and then chime in and we'll just yeah we'll just get into this.
2: I. Uh, I wasn't a hundred percent into it. I will admit that I could see where I could have liked it. There was some things in it that I I really liked, but I just didn't see enough in in, in general. So that's just my general feeling to to begin with. <laughs>
0: well, so what so what were some of the things that you that you liked?
2: I liked any time Peacemaker and Vigilante were together. I, right. I wanted to see more of that back and forth, that kind of joking the the relationship between those two i I feel like if there was more of them i would have enjoyed it a lot more than Mm -hmm. um focusing a lot on the side characters just all the side character stuff in general came in way too much way too often and honestly just way too soon like the show started and all of a sudden it was like okay now we're gonna go over here and we're gonna find out all about this chick and her dogs and yeah i just i wasn't keen on all that stuff at all
0: well okay now i'm I'm gonna play i'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second because i was i was thinking and look okay i uh preparing for this show i did a lot of reading and reviews just trying to see and and apparently the general consensus is people people really enjoy the show and i was trying to figure like what what is what is it what am i missing what what am i not getting and i know for me also one of the things was it's a lot of people there's a lot of people But then I realized something, you know what else had a lot of people in it that this is a spinoff of Suicide Squad Mm -hmm. that had just as many characters, just as many side characters with just as many side stories. Now, I guess what I'm saying is, what's the difference? Why did it feel? Why did it feel so heavy handed here? versus with the suicide squad films or maybe it did feel heavy-handed suicide
3: squad films i don't know well i mean to be fair i've never actually seen the suicide squad movie god (laughs) so uh so i have i have nothing to compare it to i mean all i have to compare it to is is james gunn's uh you know other uh superhero stuff the guardians of the galaxy so like for me i don't know I, i don't know if i had much of an issue with the juggling i think i think that the characters kind of and again, we're only three, three, three episodes in, so like I I don't know exactly where they're going with it, but uh, I couldn't. Like he's doing this really fine balancing act between caricature and like nuance, and I can't tell if mm. if he's gonna add that nuance later, because I mean you know as a storyteller in the beginning it's all painting with broad brushes, so like that first episode was there were some grown worthy moments in it. And this is, this is not me like bashing it at all. But there's a couple moments in it where they introduce a certain character, and you just see sort of the type that they're fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You're like, oh, well, this is mm-hmm. the super super racist guy who walks, watches Alex Jones. Check. You like that sort of thing. Um, so I don't know if they're going to add more later, but it really kind of it kind of turned me off in the first episode and really the first couple episodes. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to add more to that later. I'm hoping they will. I did like episode three the most of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But I yeah, so. but but it seemed like they kind of started focusing more on the actual story and less on like just really kind of quirky characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like, go ahead.
0: No, no, I was gonna. I was actually gonna toss this to Lloyd because Lloyd and I, we already had a. We, we sort of pregame this episode before. And he pointed something out to me because I said the same thing you're saying, Rob. I said the same thing a couple of days ago.
1: Oh, wait, what did I point out to you? The
0: the the in, the intentional aspect of.
1: Oh, of all the stuff that that most people are saying that they don't like about it. That well, I,
0: the, well, the characters like Rob was saying, yeah. like like the specific like, oh, this is that character. Check. This is that character. Check. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, I believe all of that is intentional. I believe it's like overinflated because honestly, I didn't realize it. Until Ross called me and he was like, man, dude, this is just, it's its off. Something's just off. And he started listing all the stuff to me and then it, it, it hit me. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I never noticed it, but he's right. It's so in your face. I think a lot of the stuff that people don't like, it's overinflated because it's intentional. It's very intentional. They're doing it on purpose. The lesbian black couple. Okay. That's just, that's, that's like right in your face. Normally kind of kind of got it mixed up but it's just right in your face in the beginning um what else um the angry who's what's the hardcore or something like that
0: just oh yeah the mm-hmm.
1: overly angry female action hero you know kind of like Charlize Theron on the next level Mila Jovovich times 50 you know i think all of that is just intentional that's just mm. my take on it
2: mm. That why do you sense. think they would do that though on purpose Did, it seems i don't know to be so in your face with that stuff
0: well here's what um, i think this this to me this show is james gunn fully loaded like this is just him unbridled I, it's it's like it's like the guys at, at warner brothers in dc there's like it just gave him the keys look here you go james just turn the lights off when you're done. And I think I think that's what we're looking at, I think, because like, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of James Gunn, like he like he made like Slither. I freaking love Slither. Oh, my man. That's like one of my favorite horror films of all time. Um, but I feel like Gunn, like uh, <laughs> like a like a Chris Nolan is <clears throat> left just kind of like sort of unchecked. They just they yeah, they just throw everything into whatever it is they're working on. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's it's a detriment to whatever it is they're creating. That's that's what I think. I think what we're seeing, I think this show is James Gunn at his gunniest. Yes,
3: that's the t-shirt guys. James Gunn at his gunniest. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I I think the, the thing for me is, I mean, I mean, obviously there's certain there's certain pushes in Hollywood right now. Um, and we all kind of know about it. Everyone is kind of aware that, yeah, this is definitely deliberate. But at the same time, I think for me, the question is, is James Gunn doing a, doing a shtick? Like, is this like, mm. you know, in the, in the 90s, you know, Steven Seagal movies or like just your old school action movies. It was all types. It was there was no there was very little nuance. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, everything was very, very on the nose. And that's fine. That's a genre thing. And maybe that's exactly what he's going for with this, which would fit. I mean, the little I know about Suicide Squad and now Peacemaker, it definitely fits a type, you know, over the top characters, all the all the characters are turned turn up to 11. Mm-hmm. It fits, it fits. And it's a comic book on top of that. But my thing is, I don't know if it's just a shtick or if he actually thinks like people are like this, like that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing that, that, I'm not exactly sure where it's coming from, um, yeah. but again, stick. Yeah, I think it's a stick.
0: It is. It, I think you're right, yeah. because if you look at the characters, with the exception of of the team, the the team that that that's working with with Peacemaker, doesn't everyone look like they're like ripped out of like a 90s movie? Like you said, Rob, like a 90s movie or TV like, OK, like the prostitute in her her wall of, of hair. <laughs> <laughs> Who no woman walks around with that hairstyle anymore. You know, and then, and then his dad. His dad looks mm-hmm. I mean yeah. I, I think I think it's all intentional. I, yeah. I
2: think it has I think, to be. Think, There's so no in your face. Yeah. I mean it has to be. There's no way he could it couldn't be, right. I think.
3: Right, right. But I'm just saying I guess no it's definitely a shtick, but at the same time I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the nuance to show up. I I'm mm. waiting for there to be a character that you know, we actually like That maybe isn't just a type. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, we keep talking about, you know, the the black lesbian, you know, clearly this is the character we're meant to like.
1: The overly prejudiced
3: dad. Right. And you're clearly supposed to hate this guy. Is there Mm -hmm. anyone in the middle (laughs) that that maybe we might like not hate that's maybe somewhere in the middle that might just be a normal person?
1: I think that's going to be John Cena. I think that's going to be a peacemaker eventually because we're seeing a character development on him we're seeing how he's no longer well he's hesitant now to kill for peace at all costs he hesitates he's questioning i think the character you're talking about i think we might get that out of peacemaker kind of towards the end that's his character development
3: mm. right right you definitely. might be right yeah i mean i think i just haven't found anyone i really like attached myself to in the, in the show yet and i i know that's on purpose, I kind of, I kind of looked at sort of some of the things James Gunn was saying about the Peacemaker character, and obviously he thinks, he thinks the character. I mean, he he's making the character out to be a complete douchebag. He's a horrible person, but he is trying to show some nuance in the character, showing you know his dad, where he came from, why he's so awful. Um, I, yeah, but again, we're so early in the journey; it's very hard to comment on it.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Now, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it to this. So you know like i was telling you guys like reviews everyone loves the show okay um, we're we're seeing things that okay my question is do you think so many people love the show because of some of the some of the so, sort of underlying things that we're seeing or do you think people are like on a on a grand scale people are loving the show because it's you know it's it's vulgar it's over the top violence it's it you know it's John Cena it, you see what I'm saying like it it you think do you think people's love for the show is shallow or do you think people are getting these deeper meanings that we're talking about I'm gonna
1: jump in here I'm gonna say I think it's purely because of the violence and the gore it's yeah. it's it's the Deadpool syndrome all over mm. it's mm.
3: the
1: Deadpool syndrome Deadpool was so popular because it took the gloves off I mean mm. it was just like everything was just What's the word I'm looking for? It was just, I guess just violent. It was just and gratuitous. Yeah. And people ate it up. It, it was funny, but people flocked to it, not just because it was funny, because it was just, I mean, it was Ryan Reynolds just being Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds uncut, Ryan Reynolds director's cut. It was just and people loved it. And I think they see a lot of that in Peacemaker. The
3: gloves are off. Mm-hmm. So they're willing to yeah. overlook a lot of the other stuff in it. Yeah, and then again, I agree I would, with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, too. I, I, w- I would just say, I guess, the difference, I, I guess that works for me in a 90-minute in a movie, but in, a, in an ongoing series, it just mm. feels like, at the end of the, the, the pilot, I kind of walked, my wife and I kind of walked away from it, like, uh, we kind of, I, I feel like, it reminded me of a, a, another show I watched with a similar facial, facial expression the entire time. Um, it was Tiger King. Like my wife and I binged Tiger King last <laughs> oh, year. Oh, man. And uh, at some point, she stopped and looked at me, and she said, you, like, you you have a face. Like, my mouth was just, like, a agape the entire time. And uh, I didn't realize it, but I had, a, like, a visceral, like, reaction to the <laughs> show I was watching. And uh, watching this, I kind of had the same facial expression of just, like, wow, I did not see that coming. Um, mm. So, I think... I think i'm good with it for a limited amount of time but you know we're three hours in at this point and i think i may be at my max mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. that may be the difference for me
2: i, think yeah. I was kind of gonna say the same thing like if it's a a, a movie i guess it's kind of different because you're there you're watching it once it's over it, it is what it is but with a show i feel like i i need something to keep to keep me coming back and if there's and if they don't put in like a, a story and it's just the same thing every week like yeah I'm I'm gonna be tailing off like I, well, I need more
0: well yeah then to segue off of that we don't really I mean I, I, I guess we're supposed to follow We're supposed to be following like John C's character but like we don't get the villain reveal to the end of the third episode and like I don't know that seems like a long time to make people wait it's like what were we doing these other you know two something two plus episodes you know
1: Um, but then again, man, it's, I keep going back to the same reasoning, man. Is that not intentional?
0: Yeah. Is that
1: not intentional? Cause it's, it's, um, I kind of agree with something Rob said earlier about it kind of taking pieces from old action movies and stuff like that. I mean, there was really no point to certain villains in action in those old action movies, those old 80s action movies. I mean, there's a joke between me and you, Ross. The biggest thing back then, what was everybody trying to get their hands on? The gold? Oh,
0: try, trying to get that plutonium.
1: Everybody wanted plutonium. For what? No idea. <laughs> Why did every villain in the 80s want to get their hands on Plutonium?
0: Trying to put it in the DeLorean. I, I don't know what was going yeah, on with Plutonium. And, man.
1: and so now what do we have here? It's just like they keep referencing. What's the villain in here that they keep referencing but won't tell him about?
0: Yeah, the butterfly. A butterfly.
1: Yeah. A yeah. butterfly. You see, okay. What? And then we finally found out. find out what it is. And we're thinking, okay, it's a code name for something, man. I'm waiting for these things just to sprout wings or... Some bat wings are big huge butterfly? No, it's like a little small butterfly that comes out of them.
0: You know? Literally a butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: so I'm just wondering if a lot of that stuff isn't just intentional, man. I think Gun is just playing around with people at this point.
0: But and with and so okay, so I want to get into some of the what I think the the subtle genius things that he's that he's doing. So okay, get real graphic here for a second. So when he goes to see his dad, all right. And his dad takes him into like this, this TARDIS-like room, (laughs) this pocket dimension where he has all these, um, all these, all these helmets that he's been working on. Okay, this is what I think. I could be wrong. I could be reaching, grasping at straws. I think the whole helmet thing. I think that's a metaphor for a condom. Now let me explain. Let me explain. (laughs) I know. Let me explain. Okay. Rob Guillory has disconnected. Has disconnected. (laughs) Yep. No, no, no. Just let me explain. (laughs) let me explain and I could be wrong I don't know um Go but ahead. uh look at look look at look at the look at how look at what he looks like with the helmet on guys what does that look like okay uh-huh yeah yeah
2: Happy John, John Cena
3: in, yeah, John, John in a helmet
0: oh okay yeah we gotta say it's John. okay
3: but but I
0: guess I guess what I'm saying is and then they refer to him a the, the, several times in the show like as a dick. Like they call him. Oh, you're a dick. You're a dick. okay. What I think is it's a metaphor. Like, okay, he he goes to get the helmets. Helmet is slang for condom. His dad gives him the helmet. Who typically gives a young man his first con- his father, typically? That's kind of how that works, right? And he says, Hey son, look, go and do whatever you're gonna do, but look, be safe, wear a helmet. That's essentially what I, I'm just I, look, I could be wrong. <laughs>
3: I think we had different childhoods, Ross. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah.
1: I mean, so I, I,
3: I like I, I like where your head is, kid, but
0: mm, I like
2: <laughs> <laughs> That certainly wasn't like that for me.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but hey, hey.
0: So 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 we gonna, so gonna get so we gonna get so we can get into Ross's childhood now? <laughs> so man, about, that's what we gonna do? You brought it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you, why what is all of for this? The, earth, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you ain't good. Go ahead, continue, man. No, like no, I think get I
0: think I think. No, no, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I'm good now. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna toss these these things out to you guys. So, uh, I don't know how much you guys know about 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 Peacemaker and where where he came from. Okay, apparently the character Peacemaker was he was an old he was originally a charlton comics character okay that was that's that's man, that's old that is really old uh so when that publisher went bust his rights were published by dc now, this is where it gets really interesting character of peacemaker was scheduled to be part of Watchmen,
3: hmm.
0: and alan moore wanted the character but dc said no and subsequently the comedian was born and replaced this character in Watchmen. that's hmm. interesting
1: I can see that. I, I think it all makes sense now. That yeah, a I can see that. Missing piece
0: of the puzzle. That is I've, extremely interesting.
3: Yeah, I, I actually thought he was a uh, a Kirby Jack Kirby uh, creation. I mean, with the helmet, he kind of had to look to me, but.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and he, he frequently he uses a jetpack. You know that that would be right. very Kirby esque. You know. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. So, now now I'm just gonna run through. Um. <laughs> Some some Easter eggs that you guys. Okay, for, before I do that though. Okay, going back into just how this feels like, sort of an homage to just the nineties. I can't believe we haven't talked about this intro song yet. Okay.
2: Okay. That was a, that was another part that I didn't enjoy.
0: Okay, so
1: <laughs> that you you did or didn't enjoy it?
2: I did. I did. did? It kind of. It was kind of like at first my mouth was kind of open and I was like, what? But then it kind of yeah. I thought okay, okay. <laughs> well, when you
0: realize what it is, it's 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 all the nineties. It's it's the it's the Cosby Show. It's Blossom. It's all those shows where it, the, the intro was just the characters dancing. That's essentially what this is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like I'm just too. glad
0: Cena did it in
1: it with pants on because it looks like every time they put. <laughs> Bruh. The Peacemaker dance, yeah, and he's was, in those tidy whites, you
2: know, I did not want to see him. Then, them, that's bruh,
0: sure. them tidy Whites, dude. I, bruh, I can't. I can't. Mm-mm. Oh man, I'm not even gonna get. I'm not. I'm not even gonna get into that. Wait, there, you well, know what? They
1: probably you know, would what? just plan on the fact that nobody can see him. Wow. Wow, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> Wowie, that's a that's a deep dive, I, man. I waited, I waited. How long have we been?
0: Thirty minutes. Yeah, and roughly. nobody
1: brought up that joke.
3: I had to be uh. the one
1: to do. it. Okay, I guess I'll take one. Of the- wow.
3: <laughs> I, I will say that. I mean, you know, on the more positive tip that, uh, yeah, Cena did a really good job. I mean, I, I'll I'll say that all of the characters, uh, actor-wise, performance-wise, have done a really really like killer job, and Cena in particular. Um, I mean, the guy is just so so believable as that character mm-hmm. um i mean he's mm-hmm. completely i mean just like in the ring john cena is john cena mm-hmm. uh john cena is peace, peacemaker and it's really pretty impressive you can see he's completely sold out to it he's all in um, mm-hmm. so i that i think that is probably my my favorite part of it and i mean going back to the dance scene the dance uh opening <laughs> this is it's it it was yeah i just didn't expect it and, and right. whenever it popped up, I think my wife and I just looked at each other like, what are we watching? What is Ross making us watch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just uh, look, you tell you tell April, I said you're welcome. Uh, you, you're <laughs> okay. very welcome. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, no. Cena, Cena was uh, look, Cena. I'm a, I'm a huge John Cena fan. And you can definitely tell he's embraced that. OK, you know what? I'm, I'm a big, muscular guy. Then I'm, you know what? That's what I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, the big muscular guy in these movies. Now, does that mean I have to be an idiot? No, but I'm gonna be the the big muscular guy, and I'm gonna be funny, and I'm gonna have as much fun as I can do it. that That's all I'm gonna say about that. Now, Lloyd, I'm sure you can read between the lines mm. and see who I'm referencing when I say that, but that's that's a that's a conversation for well, another I time, hey,
1: man. I, I don't mind touching on it real quick. I'll I'll touch on it, man. And it's really, it's a really simple concept that separates when you see a lot of articles online where people comparing these wrestlers who transition to actors, main three, Batista, Dave Batista, John Cena, Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Well,
0: no, you have to say it's. Dwayne the Rock. You have to say the whole thing. We talked no, about this. Oh, Dwayne no. the
1: Rock Johnson. No, I'm gonna call him what Denzel calls him—that Johnson boy. He's just that Johnson boy. Just <laughs> <laughs> that Johnson. That's when you have no respect for somebody. Yeah. Oh. Just that Johnson boy. So basically, it's 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 a uh, Cena and Batista. They've embraced who they are, and it's like you said, Cena understands who he is. I'm the big guy. I'm going to drive the big truck. I'm going to shoot the big gun, okay? Real fine. And he does it very well. He does that very, very well. Same thing with Batista. I'm a big guy. I know what I'm here for. John Cena takes a more comedic route to it. Batista has more of a range to it, more serious range, and they do that very, very well. That Johnson boy is the only one who refuses to accept (laughs) who he is. (laughs) He thinks he's somebody else. (laughs) <laughs> that's the problem what, he thinks he's Ryan Reynolds
0: what are you talking about I mean Jungle Cruise he's, was perfect for uh, what do you was it though
1: What
2: was
0: it?
1: he's
2: the people's champion he can do what he likes man, yeah, man.
0: <laughs> he's, he's his champion
1: he's his champion <laughs>
0: Wow, but, oh that's, goodness, that's
1: just my take on it. Those Ew. guys, yeah, Cena and Cena and Batista, they, they know what they're there for and they embrace this. That Johnson mm-hmm. boy thinks, Oh man, man, they're not gonna put me in the big truck. You know, I'm a hey, brother, I'm getting inside this little Ferrari and I'm gonna race it down the
2: street,
3: <laughs> squeezing this little, this little Miata. Uh. <laughs> God dang. Oh. So, so Lloyd, what is I mean, what's your issue with the rock? Uh I
0: mean, oh.
3: I mean, I mean, oh, I, mean oh, I mean I'm oh, not oh, my oh, God. Oh, oh my God. time out. Time <laughs> we out. have enough time? Man, time man, out. God, time
1: out. We time.
0: I I Guys, Hold on. Impressive. Let me let me grab let me grab my charger. I'm gonna have to plug my, my equipment in because we look, you might wanna settle in this is going to be a long yeah, it's
1: a very it's a very very touchy subject for me man
0: two hours later
1: great guy man great guy off the screen it's just yeah he just seems a little bit overly hungry
0: mm. when it comes to acting you know but hey. speaking speaking this is a perfect segue speaking of hungry <clears throat> all right speaking of hungry so cena john cena like a lot of actors in in the business, Um, during this big boom of comic book movies, superhero films, uh, went after quite a few roles that he was rejected for. All right? So check this out. Apparently, he was rejected for Deadpool. Uh, Actually, sorry, Deadpool 2, to be specific. Um, Anyone want to take a stab at who he auditioned for? Cable? That's exactly it. Yep. Yep. He was re- he was rejected for cable. Um, he also auditioned for Shazam. Um, I'm not sure if he was actually trying to be Shazam, or honestly, I would that would have been that would have been fun. That would have been fun I, for me. I can
2: me. see yeah, that working. Yeah, I can see it. I can. See
0: mm-hmm. it. That'd have been a lot of fun, you know. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's apparently this, uh, uh, quite a few Marvel roles he auditioned for, and then finally, yeah, James Gunn threw him in, a, in the Suicide Squad. So uh, kudos to him on being persistent, you know? Now, a few Easter eggs for you guys. I didn't even catch half of this stuff that was going on in the show. Let's see. One that really, really caught my attention that I found online was... uh. So apparently... Let's see. So Peacemaker's house, like his address is 1138. Um, that's a number that frequently appears in films of George Lucas, including Star Wars and American Graffiti. Um, it originated from his directorial debut, the dystopian sci-fi film THX 1138, which if you guys know, THX was the whole like uh, theater surround system that. That's crazy. Wow. Very, very interesting. OK, oh, oh oh, perfect. Oh, Here we go. They're talking about Peacemaker's Helmets. See, you guys were laughing mm-hmm. at me earlier. Let's see. Yeah, I feel like no, you keep boy. trying to steer us back to your childhood.
1: <laughs> no. man, is, is there I mean, is there like should we just end the show right now and maybe we can just talk, man? Hey, I'm here for you all. You know, yes, look, you know, I'm here for
0: you, dude. There's look, something look, know, man. This 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 pandemic, people don't want to, the doctors, they always they want to do this distance. I, I can't, you know, I don't need I don't want to do therapy on Zoom. I need to be in person, they don't want to. You know, I'm I'm so I'm just trying to get it where I can. I'm, I'm kidding, guys. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. And if if you show up to a therapy
1: session with a peacemaker helmet on your head, dude, that's <laughs> that's oh going to be a lot for that poor therapist to <sighs> unpack right there, man.
0: Oh man. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, where I'm sitting with with peacemaker, it's you know, I don't I don't love it, I don't hate it. It's just kind of right there for me. You know, like I like I said before, it's uh the frozen pizza of uh, of of streaming shows right now, you know. It it'll do.
3: I yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm about the same. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, man, you go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about the same, you know. I I think, you know, I'll probably watch a few more episodes just to see where they where it goes with it, but yeah, it's probably just not my cup of tea. I mean, it's just uh it's a bit I mean, I like over the top absolutely. It's just it's a bit Maybe just a little too much for me. And I, I, I'm i a guy who loves the movie Battleship and loves uh, Commando. Uh, uh. So this is just another... its just, They actually found, James Gunn found a way to go too far for me.
0: <laughs> Man, that's that's impressive. That is, yeah. uh, uh, Where are you at, Jenny?
2: I'll give it another shot just to see whether or not we finally get really? some more story, but yeah. I'm just... I, I'd like to... I don't know. If because there's something there and there's there's potential but
0: right it's so i
2: will give uh... him another shot but i i honestly don't think i'm his target audience it's just i like juvenile i love i know i'm most of it is fine but again it's just i just it's a little bit too much for me a little bit too much so but if there's a good story to bounce it out I'm, i'm i'm all for it so i'll give it a shot
0: yeah How about you, Kill?
1: Mm, For me, man, there's there's two reasons that I'm gonna stick it out. I'm hoping to see more development between the relationship between, as Jenny said, the best thing to me about it so far is the relationship between Vigilante and Peacemaker. Okay, hopefully, hopefully we get another series that focuses more on those two. Because look, there's something we didn't talk about that I. think is very very noteworthy which mm. was i think in the last episode the third one the scene where john cena peacemaker has to take out that family and he can't do it
0: oh and vigilance and, just yeah. yes mm-hmm. and he
1: just comes in and he's like hey dude hey mm-hmm. take a break for a moment the real but he was real serious about it. the way he said it it was like there was nothing comedic about it he understood what John Cena was going through. I keep saying John Cena. He understood what Peacemaker was going through. He understood it. And it's like I looked up a synopsis of uh, Vigilante, and they explained it very, very well. Vigilante looks at him kind of as an older brother. And that right there, you saw it. He was like, dude, don't say another word. Don't embarrass yourself. Just and take a break. Just mm. take a break. Back up mm. a little bit. And he mm-hmm. got it from he, and he just did the job, man. He did the job. But there was no and notice he didn't bring it up, nothing at all. It was that that was just I got you slack. That's mm-hmm. I, I hope to see more of that.
0: Well, that actor, Freddie uh Strom, he's he's fantastic physical comedian. I mean, yeah. to be able to pull off the comedy that he did with his face covered, that yeah. was yeah, he's 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 pretty brilliant. And I think his his wiry frame kind of adds to the comedic effect when you, when he was hiding behind that dumpster and, oh, yes. <laughs> and, he, yes. and he just like ran off, but you could like off. see him, you could see him. It's like, dude, we see you running away. Like you're not, dude, you know, can we uh, get a smoke bomb or something. Right. <laughs> um, but I will say this. So James Gunn has come out and said that there is a character um, from the show that we're going to see in another DC series. He didn't say who. Could we be getting either a vigilante show or could we be seeing vigilante in another show?
2: I mean, I can't see who else it would be at this Mm -hmm. point because everyone else is pretty terrible. Oof. I
1: (laughs) I have my theories on it. Go ahead, Rob, who do you think it is?
3: Maybe it's Judo Master.
0: Oh, dude, please be Judo Master. Please be Judo Master.
3: He's so, he's so little. How have we not talked about, about Judo
0: Master and in his in his flaming Hot Cheetos?
3: Oh, uh, I totally forgot.
0: How he was killing that bag of Cheetos. Man. And how but yet, he started killing John Cena with the bag of
1: Cheetos? He's <laughs> like, man, what are those things made out of? My theory and... Uh, um I'm gonna say it just based on the current climate and what I see a lot how a lot of these shows maneuver when they do spin-offs I think it's gonna be one of the females I really do I think it's gonna be well
0: one of okay so hardcore, it's, inter- it's hardcore, interesting it's interesting her name is I, okay I was mm-hmm. just about to say so her character as well as uh oh what's the what's the the tech guy e- e- Economos? Econom- mm-hmm. they are both pre-existing characters in DC there you go she plays – well, he's he's a warden. He appeared in the very first issue of Suicide Squad as uh, a warden of a, of a prison. I have to go back and, and look up. What the, But, no, her character is actually – I think she's like a terrorist super spy or something like that. So, yeah. Yep.
1: I really do think that's the direction they're going to go in. The simple fact that they tried to sell us on just how uh, hardcore, all pun intended, she was in that bar scene – and just how she's just so intense for no particular reason,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's like you said they've 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 gotten Peacemaker to go on this mission with them, but you seem to have you already have like a badass person in place. Mm-hmm. Just use her. Why did you you know? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Unless unless I missed something, I don't know. Um. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like why go get Peacemaker? You already have someone someone in place. Just just use just use her character, like right? you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I my two cents. But well, guys, I think that is it. Um, so we're just gonna go down the list. Uh, we'll start with our special guest, uh, Rob. What are you? What are you? What are you watching? What was the last thing you streamed? Not this show, obviously. Uh, hmm. What's in your queue?
3: Yeah, we're, uh, we're we actually just we're three episodes in on uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. Oh. Good show, uh, it's very good show. it's very very good i it's one of those i mean i i literally just got hbo max a month ago to watch the matrix um, huh. so i'm just oh. catching up huh. i hadn't i hadn't heard of it um but yeah, yeah i'm really really enjoying that one
0: sweet sweet what's uh just real quick elevator pitch What what's the
3: uh let's see there are there was a, some sort of a religious war on earth a long time ago so the survivors, there's two branches. There's the uh, there's the atheists who are absolutely pro science, and they have created uh, androids that are uh, they're basically tasked with raising the next generation of humans mm. uh, in in this like atheistic society. Uh, so they, they end up going to some other planet, uh, and they're having a conflict with the uh, the religious uh, survivors survivors of Earth who are living in these uh, spaceship arcs. Um, and of course things go horribly wrong. <laughs> mm, and one of the, one of the robots uh, tasked with raising the humans, uh, clearly something is wrong with, with this, this robot. And mm. uh, it's getting really, really dark really quickly. Um, wow. But it's I'm actually pleasantly surprised how they're handling, uh, you know, some, some of the nuance of like, you know, I mean, kind of what we talked about with, with, with the Peacemaker thing, which is, mm. you know, when you, these are some delicate, there's some delicate issues here, and there's, there's right ways to handle it with nuance. And there's other ways to kind of handle it more hand fisted, mm. um, particularly when you're dealing with things like faith. And I'm really impressed how Raised by Wolves is really handling it with, with tons of nuance. I don't know where they're going to go with it. Everything is, it's really, really, really fresh. Um, so yeah, okay. that, that's, I, I, that's, I, I think season two is about to come out. Uh, February 3rd. Yeah. yeah, we're loving it.
0: Right on. Sweet. All right. Well, Lord, why don't you pick it up, bud?
1: Uh, for me, I just finished Yellowstone. And, mm. Oh, man. One of my favorite shows, man. Just finished Yellowstone, and I'm currently going through, I think it's 1883, which is the oh, precursor yeah. to Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Amazing, man. Amazing. Okay.
0: Love all it. right. Right on. Right on. And Miss Jenny, what you got?
2: I just finished uh, a show on Peacock called Dr. Death. It seems to be my my mm-hmm. um, thing right now, going through all these medical shows mm. for some reason. Uh, it stars Joshua Jackson, or the the other dude from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Pacey. Um, uh, yeah. Um, a lot older. <laughs> Doesn't look like he used to now. <laughs> Right. Um, so he's a he's a doctor that basically botches up all these surgeries and you know, kills a bunch of people and um, ruins a ton of people's lives because he's he's you know he's just botched all these surgeries and these other two surgeons played by Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater are kind of coming after him because they figured out what he's doing and they're they're trying to basically get his license taken off him because um, somehow he's managing to move from hospital to hospital and he's just getting away with it and it's like this huge cover-up story because no hospital wants to take responsibility for letting him get away with this stuff and it's actually based on a real guy so Mm. um, yeah it's it's terrifying stuff he gets away with but yeah it's really good
0: right on right on Uh, uh as far as myself what the heck am i oh so okay so uh for the listeners i don't know if you can tell um don't sound maybe i don't sound like myself i actually came off of Having the plague over the over the weekend, uh, I was really 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 sick. Um, so I started uh, the new Netflix series uh, Archive 81. Um, I only only remember one episode, uh, although it looks like I watched three of them. Uh, my fever was really really high, <laughs> but uh, but from but uh, from what I remember, it, it's a really good show. Basically, it's um, a character. He's uh, he restores uh tapes and in in in, uh videos and film and things like that and he gets sent a mysterious cassette um uh asking for it to be restored and then all sorts of mystery and uh hijinks ensue uh, something to do with a, a cult um i'm not sure if it's demonic or what but yeah that's uh kind of where that's going and he's he's pun intended unraveling the mystery get it because it's a film and it's a tape and it's a look guys look this is not my best material okay i'm still sick this is not the best ross that you're getting okay um you you got you you dropped that and completely skipped over the john cena joke yeah yeah you're definitely sick yeah yeah so but anyway uh, but last thing before we go uh, Rob what you got coming up I know you know you got uh, new farm hands coming and then you got a bunch of stuff in the pipeline what you got coming up where can people find it what's up
3: uh, yeah mostly I'm working on new farm hand now I'm, uh, I'm about to wrap issue 19 uh, so the new series comes out uh, or the, the, the new issue comes out in uh, April 13th I believe um, now
0: for for the people who don't know uh, and if you don't know, you're about to know. Farmhand Elevator pitch. What's it about?
3: Uh, yeah, it's a uh, southern farmer who doesn't grow corn or soy. He grows human body parts. It's a uh, uh, plant human DNA spliced together, plug and play uh, organ transplants. Um, he, he basically makes a bunch of money, heals a bunch of people. And of course, it goes completely wrong. And uh, the recipients of the transplants start mutating and turning into something not quite human um so yeah we're 15 issues in now and i'm uh so like i said 16 comes out april 13th and planning to go 25 issues total so i'll be wrapping it up end of the year beginning of next year um so that's majority of where i'm at right now i got a couple side projects that i haven't announced yet um i have a, I have a new series coming out from boom later in the year that i'll be writing um i'm actually going to be working with another artist which is going to be Kind of an interesting experiment because I've never worked with another artist before, Um, Mm. and yeah, we have some news coming pretty soon on some Chew uh, adaptation stuff that I can't Mm. talk about yet. Right. So I'm working on that as well. Um, Yeah, that's that's most of it. That and raising three kids and trying to stay sane (laughs) for the most part.
1: Last time somebody said they couldn't talk about a project, we ended up getting uh, Andrew Garfield and. Toby Maguire in the movie.
0: In No Way Home, yeah. 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 So I
1: mean, is it does yeah. the hit news, the secret news, equate to that
3: level? Uh well he's, I mean
0: He's gonna be on the season <laughs> finale of Peacemaker, guys. That's what
3: mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you heard I'm it. At, yeah, voice. I'm actually gonna be uh I'm gonna be it's gonna be me and The Rock on the last episode of Peacemaker. <laughs> I'm out yeah. uh, of has disconnected...
0: <laughs> Yeah, the the buddy cop duo that you never knew you wanted until you saw it. Rob Guillory and the Rock Johnson. So,
2: the new the new just, tango
0: in cash. Guess who's tango?
2: Right.
3: Yeah, I'm always I'm, i ride on his back constantly. <laughs> I'm just riding on his back.
0: <laughs> oh goodness. Oh right on well 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 man, thanks. Thanks for thanks for hanging out with us and, and breaking down this peacemaker um and, and and listeners if you haven't checked out chew um definitely you know check it out you can find it uh wherever comics are sold um uh check out uh i guess yeah let's go ahead and plug your your
3: your social media stuff rob yeah yeah i'm barely on social media uh sadly uh but you can catch mm-hmm. me at robgillery.com uh, I'm, I'm also on instagram uh at rob And I do have a Facebook uh, official fan page. Just look up Rob Guillory Art. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, that'll do us. Um, Thanks for listening, everyone. And we will catch you next time. Good night, everybody. Peace out.